Hello and welcome to another episode of the NCC Audio Podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you to improve your podcast so you can grow your audience and build your business so you can fulfill your hopes and your dreams and desires of being an amazing podcaster. Okay, cool. (laughs) And in today's episode, we are going to be discussing a few important things I learned at the Podcast Movement Conference in Nashville, Tennessee earlier in August. And we are also going to be talking about some changes in the NCC audio business model and as well as the future of the NCC audio podcast. So let's get started. And now we are going to get into this episode, but I am so happy to welcome back the one, the only, the Mr. Pop Star. Oh my gosh, the Mr. Pop Tar. The Mr. Pop. <laughs> Heart star himself <laughs> and the dry, the flavorful. Wait, I don't like where this is going. The one and only Mr. Brandon <laughs> Anderson. Brandon, I'm so happy you're back on the podcast. Hey, Nick, I'm happy to be back. It has been a while. That was the best, easily the best introduction I've ever had. Oh, thank you, Brandon. Um, but it's all thanks to Pop Tarts, not me. I know. You know, it's when they reached out to us. You know, in my dreams. I remember that dream. About. I was right there. Sponsoring the podcast. You were right there. And man, man. what a wild ride. And we accepted. We accepted the uh, their mm-hmm. offer to sponsor us in our dreams. While we talk about podcasting <laughs> and podcast production. But Brandon, man, it has been a while. I know. Can't even recall the last time you were on. I think it was early summer. Just... So many things have happened there. Yeah, so many, too many things have been going on. Just way too many things. We just needed those things to stop being too many. We went through them all and it happened. Can you give, you know, our listeners, our loyal listeners, mm-hmm. that's what I like to call them. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode again. Yeah, thanks for listening. Everybody look under your seat. You got free Pop-Tarts. Oh, they're not there. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> what? Yeah, we got to check the microwave. Yeah. No, but Brandon, I want to know, what have you been up to? Just give us a quick overview for the, of the past three months of your life and go. <laughs> oh my goodness. The past three months. Okay. So the past three months, I have had lots of opportunities to be working on lots of crazy stuff. The biggest one, uh, well, okay, a few things. I, did I, I don't know if I talked about working on a music video and hmm. since... I did this, but I I shot and put together a music video for uh, one of Nick and I's, well, Nick's old boss and also one of my, my, my current bosses. Uh, He put out an album and I made a music video for him that I'm also in. Um, So I did that. That kind of kicked off the summer and I've been going really hard working on a pilot episode of a TV show that we've been working on with Let's Get Rolling. Um, and it's called the Neighborhood Watch Gang. Oh, nice! We shot it in the beginning of August, but we worked really hard, like for those two months of June mm-hmm. and July, just preparing for it, getting actors, figuring out, like building up the set, doing all the crazy behind the scenes stuff with a very mm-hmm. small crew. Um, and so we shot that, and it turned out really well. It was a very, very fun experience mm-hmm. shooting it. 
it was my first time actually like having like a full crew of people not a full crew but like a somewhat mm-hmm. decent sized crew. i mean okay <laughs> i had like four people on the on the crew that actually like had technical skills who it were wasn't helping just me out your friends rather just than just like things out yeah nice. it wasn't just my friends who were you know i wasn't just handing them something they all knew what to do so that was fun yeah so i i was the director of photography and Christina Vasquez was the uh, director and the writer of it. And so it was a lot of fun. We had a lot, we had a few actors come down from LA and they were in it. Uh, nice. It kind of felt like summer camp at the end of it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then what else happened? I turned 26. Oh, snap. Um, so now I'm in the old person group again. We just did our, I mean, I guess like the fourth official um, San Diego 48 hour film festival in this past weekend. Wow. All right, so I have some questions, some follow-up questions with that. Okay. Where can we watch the music video? I want to see that. Oh, the music the, the music video is on uh, the John his name is John Sorensen, mm-hmm. J O N S O R E N S E N. Should John I put Sorensen. it in the show notes, Brandon? You should put it in the show notes actually. I'll put yeah, a link to uh, the video. That's super cool. Yeah, put a link to the yeah, video. Yeah, John Sorensen. You see it? He has a YouTube channel now. Yeah, he does. And he talks about records. Yeah, he's building his own personal brand. I've been noticing that from afar. Yeah, he is. That's cool. And then when do you think you're going to release the Neighborhood Watch Gang TV pilot? I can't wait for that. Ooh. Yeah, that'll be fun. And Nick, hopefully we can get an opportunity to work together on some of that. Um, I want to make a special appearance, honestly. In it? Yes. You can. Um, all right, so that one, I think we're aiming to have the pilot episode done by Dece- and and do like a screening of it to the public in December. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. Nice. It's uh, up. As far as that goes, that is coming up. Yeah, we're, so we're giving ourselves a pretty tight deadline on it. But as far as that goes, um, then I'm not sure what the plan is because we do want to shop it around, see if we can get any money behind mm-hmm. it and make more episodes of it. Oh, that'd be cool. Um but yeah, that's a whole other conversation mm-hmm. about what the pro- what the process will be like and and what it is we're trying to do with it. So potentially you'll hear more about that in the future through maybe me having a place to talk. Nice. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So stay tuned, <laughs> everyone. Still make sure you are following the Let's Get Rolling YouTube channel so you can always be up to date with yeah. everything that's Brandon is doing and working on yeah we just had 160 subscribers today oh sick that's really good i know you thought i was gonna say thousand no but no 160 no that's really good brandon that's good i'm proud of you we're growing you are growing man that is awesome congrats man so thanks i'm glad you've made it this far here uh let's see let's hear about you nick all right so what have i been doing over the past couple of months well i've just been doing my daily routine of trying to just stay alive and survive, Brandon. So in the mornings, <laughs> I wake up early. So far, it looks like you're still surviving and you're still I'm alive. alive. So, so you're doing in a good hindsight, job. everything is working out of everything that I have done, right? So I, uh, I wake up pretty early so I can get started on work on the business, NCC Audio, and then I take care of the kids throughout the day. And then when the kids are having snack time or go down for the naps, I'm able to get back to work and do some quick emails and like schedule meetings. So it's it's been a wild ride trying to figure out and how to juggle both 
of those things. And at the same time, like, well, am I, I've been searching for other full-time jobs, but everything was just, nothing felt right, you know? So right now, I was like, well, do I want to go be a part of someone else's dream and to help them out and help them make money? Or do I want to continue to build my business, which ultimately I want to help other businesses to grow and to be a valuable member of our society and our economic system, right? How cool is that to be able to help other people with their business so they can have develop more income so they can go out and make a difference in the world too. But pretty cool. And I guess the ultimate dream is, you know, I have my own business where I hire other people and even though it's like they're working towards my dream, but I would be helping them to be employed so then they could feed their family and be also good members of society. Yeah. Is that what a good member of society is? I don't know. So (laughs) I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just trying to, figure out that aspect but in order to do that i've been trying to learn and grow myself and one of those things to do that is education and so i went to the podcast movement conference in nashville tennessee in august i had posted about it a few times but i haven't really talked to anyone about it i've just bottled up bottled up all the information that i've learned but I am trying to pass on all the information that I have learned to my clients so I can help build their podcast up, right? Yeah. But before we get into that, I just want to talk about NCC Audio and where that is leading to and some of the changes that I've made in it, right? So part of the difficulty in building a business is trying to find your ideal client. And for me, this has been a struggle because... When you say, hey, I will help you to produce your podcast, it's still pretty vague. It's still pretty broad. And so not many people reach out because if they need their own dedicated podcast editor, one, they'll probably just go on to Fiverr. And or if it's a big marketing company, they're going to go to another podcast agency, which is a team full of people producing podcasts. So I'm right in this weird middle ground where I'm not on the Fiverr level anymore where I'm not, I don't cost $5 an hour, but I'm not at the podcast agency where each podcast is two to $3,000 to make each episode. I'm like right there in the middle. And so in order to do that, I need to find other people who are right there in the middle. And so then I started reading some books to truly try to figure this out. And I read the pumpkin plan, the pumpkin plan, the pumpkin plan. So what do you think the pumpkin plan is about? Wow. Um, I have no idea, but does it involve a guy who runs around with a pumpkin on his head and he involves a guy who lures people with a bunch of candy? <laughs> That's the best pumpkin plan I can think of. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty much just talks about how you have to find the perfect seed and plant that perfect seed. And then once that seed starts growing, you just nurture it and then you keep nurturing mm. it. So think of a client, yeah. you find that perfect client. Right. So you just keep nurturing it. But okay, let's get back to the pumpkin. Right. And so you have all these little mini pumpkins growing off of this one perfect pumpkin seed. And as soon as you see one little pumpkin, bam, snap, you chop it off. You chop off all the weak pumpkins. You just only focus on the one big pumpkin that's growing. And if another pumpkin pops up, you slice it, you slice it. (laughs) 
you cut it off again. Jeez. And so basically, you're just <laughs> nurturing this pumpkin until it turns into this ginormous, huge gi- behemoth of a pumpkin. And if you Google pumpkin competitions, pumpkin growing competitions, you will learn about this method of what they go to do. The big pumpkin growers, growers they will actually go and purchase a special pumpkin seed that costs a couple thousand dollars just to purchase this one seed. Yeah. It's kind of wild. So when I started reading the book, I was like, all right, so what, what are they talking about here? Right. So he was going on. It's just an analogy to t- talk about. You need to discover your one, your perfect clients, not your one perfect clients, but your ideal client and to go through and try to replicate that. And then you nourish, nourish, nourish <laughs> your perfect clients, <laughs> ideally. And so for me, I had to start thinking about, okay, well, who should I start going after? Who should I reach out to? And it kind of turns out I should not be reaching out to hobbyists who want to start a fun podcast because, well, they don't have a budget and they're not really dedicated. And so I started thinking, I was like, well, what industry has a budget and what industry would be dedicated? And after a lot of brainstorming, I kind of dialed it in a little more to online business owners but that's still very broad, so I could still go into a specific industry inside the online business industry, whether it's like online business coaches, online business course creators, and inside of that, maybe it's like, I only go after online fitness course creators, or I only go after online business coach consultants, or I, yeah, you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then you also got to find someone Find the clients who kind of have your personality type and who kind of jive with you. So all you have to be is your authentic self and just go reach out to people like, hey, I want to help you out. This is what I'm offering. Like, hey, let's connect and learn how to help each other. And the people who respond to you and your energy and your personality, they're just like you. And so it's it's a great way to work with people like that. I have like all these thoughts in my head, Brandon, like, how do you articulate this? I hope you're reading through my mind. Let them out. And I hope the listeners reading my mind too, like in between the words I'm saying, like understanding the concept of what I'm explaining. Let them be free. Let those thoughts be free. <laughs> I'm understanding. Okay. You're it. understanding me. So <laughs> yeah, ultimately you're working with people that like you that are like you, right? And you're just helping each other out. And this guy in the book said, you can find clients just like that. You can find clients who you really enjoy working with. I was like, wow, okay. And so I'm looking for clients who are going to be dedicated to producing podcasts, right? And so in order to do Mm -hmm. that, now when you sign up or now when I offer my services for people, they have to sign up for a year's worth of podcast production. So I'm not going to be doing one-on-one episodes anymore. It's going to be like you're oh, dedicated wow. to doing at least six months, 26 episodes or 52 episodes because you don't see yeah. the progress in your podcast until you reach 52 episodes, right? But just backing up a little more. So this business model now is transitioning into a four-step par- process to simplify your podcast production process and your launch. So there's no, no reason to worry or stress anymore about launching a podcast. Because here on NCC Audio, we have the process laid out for you step by step. 
in the first step, he does. we have yeah. the pre-production. In pre-production, we will outline your show structure so the show will engage your listeners and it will be a perfect fit for you as a host and your personality. And from there, we will, I will use, this is what I'm coming up with, because if you're going to be doing 52 episodes, we need to have those 52 episodes ready to go before we start recording podcast episode one. And so to do that, I'm walking people through this process where I help them to understand the purpose of their podcast and understand their ideal listener. And then from there, we are going to pick five themes five main themes for their podcast. And under those five main themes, I'm going to have them list 10 ideas under those. And you know what that is? Five times 10, it's 50 ideas. And most people can do this in about an hour or less. Remember when we did this, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I do remember. So one of the most difficult things about podcasting is coming up with weekly ideas. But if you already have those 50 episodes ready to go, ready to record. That's one less thing to work worried about. And you have your show outline all ready to go. So you pick your topic, you plug it in the show outline, and now you're ready to record, which is process step two, the production. And so through this step, I will help my customer, my client, the podcaster, to set up all the recording so their recording will sound great. And I will take them step by step through that, right? And then we move into step three, where I will do all the post-production work, all the editing, all the mixing, all the mastering, all the services that are provided. But I'm trying not to sell service anymore, but I'm trying to sell solutions because in a business, you're selling solutions, not services, as all the podcasts I listen Mm -hmm. to nowadays. (laughs) And right now, I'm really working on owning my, my offer, which we're going through right now, right? Kind of. Yeah. And... During this phase, I also want to help the podcaster pick out their music. So I'm going to give them an option to go to two different websites. And I say, pick out any song you want and it'll be yours. And I'll go ahead and purchase it in the license and they'll be ready to go. And then I want to, I'm going to find a dedicated podcast logo designer. So every new client, every new podcaster will have a custom-made podcast logo for them. Yeah. And then after that, we move into the publishing realm. So the step four is publishing. And I have my own hosting solution. So here I will upload the podcaster's podcast episode to my hosting site and with all the title descriptions to make sure it looks great. And then it'll be published and it'll be live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and all the other podcasts platforms wow so so that's just a four-step process so it's a little more simplified i guess or it's just people are able to understand a little more what i do and how i help them through this the process i don't know brandon what do you think should i change it is that dumb is everything i said just dumb yeah it's just so dumb you shouldn't do any of it okay <laughs> all right that's the end of the episode i'm just kidding the uh no no i think it's i don't think it's dumb at all i think it actually actually makes a lot of sense and i feel like it would take the um at least for somebody like me it would take the scared the fear away from doing okay. it you know it's like wow okay there's the a lot fear sounds like there's yeah. a lot going on and i am a little overwhelmed by it you know so it sounds like you're taking away all of the weight mm-hmm. on somebody's shoulders 
who wants to yeah, start a I podcast. Think that's, a startup professional yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. And since I, I want to reach out to other business owners, I, I'm going to like be coaching them through how to make sure that their podcast episodes always has a certain call to action and is always leading the listener a step closer into becoming one of your own personal clients, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm kind of getting into and just really fine tuning. There's a couple more things I want to add. I want to help. I also want to help podcasters with finding guests and having good email template flow and having a good email template to send to guests and just to appear a more professional so they can kind of reach out to anyone to be on their podcast. Yeah. And just it's like little more things from thinking about because I don't want my clients using Zoom. I want them using a professional service like Riverside.fm. So when they connect with their guests, they're recording high quality audio and video. But I don't want them paying for that. I just want them to log into my service, you know, just give them their own login. Yeah. Um, Just trying to make things as simple as possible. And then, of course, at the end, I want to help my clients to monetize their podcasts and to be able to find sponsors so they can pay for my services that way, you know? So there's a lot there's a lot in the works, Brandon, but I think it's cool. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, it sounds like it. So I haven't heard any of this from you, so this is all, this is an exclusive. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone. yeah. I don't think I shared this with, with anyone yet. Yeah. I kind of shared it to a couple people. But yeah, hello world, this is an idea that I'm having and I'm actually running with it right now. By the time you hear this, nice. hopefully it's going well. And if you're listening to this in a year from now and you <laughs> Google NCC Audio and it says, this domain is no longer there, then you'll know it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But basically, I wanted this podcast to be super short, but it's already super long. Oh my goodness. But then this is kind of moving me into the next step. So that's my business model. And so since I started learning more about podcasting and podcast production from the podcast conference, podcast movement conference, which we still have not talked about, which we will talk about and all the things I learned. And after I went to the conference, I realized that I did not start my podcast correctly, which is totally fine. Totally fine. So the evolution of this podcast, it started off as a slog. You know, just a sound web blog mm-hmm. talking about our life, talking about audio. Just you and I slogging talking around. about all things audios from ears to gears and everything in between. And then yeah. we started, then I did some interviews with other audio engineers because I was like, what kind of audio engineer do I want to be? And then halfway through that, I was like, actually, I just want to run a business. So then <laughs> I started podcasting about podcasting because my podcasting business was on podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was that one time we we recorded in the swamp. That was really fun. That was, yeah. That was pretty crazy. I love doing the sound design stuff. Top 10 craziest things that I've ever done. That was super wild. Man, I even heard a witch at one yeah. point. I know, that was terrifying. That was creepy and steepy. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, Brandon. And then oh, thank you. from there, I did a little book study. <laughs> I thought that was fun. I just read some books and I was was like, hey, I'm reading books. Let's talk about books and talk about business stuff. I actually heard a lot of really good feedback on the book studies. Oh, really? Cool. People really like those. Yeah. I'm so, I'm also like, maybe I just do book studies now. So everyone, (laughs) I'm coming down to three different ideas on how I move forward with this podcast. And I need your help to figure out which direction to go down. Okay. So here are the three different options. And then please email me, nick at nccaudio.com, 
and just say, I like option one, option two, or option three. Okay. So option one, I literally stick with what I'm doing and continue to talk about podcasts and podcast production and talk about different ways to improve your podcast. Okay. Option two. Okay. I start a podcast about dads who are running their own business. So it's going to be me as a young dad talking to other dads who are running their own business. And we just talk about what it's like being a dad and how the struggles of being dad and the struggles of running a business. And we just kind of give each other support. So that's option two. Option three, I want to, I would go out and start interviewing other successful podcasters who are making money making podcasts. So I would like to learn just how are regular people monetizing their podcast? Any crazy way they're monetizing it, I would love to know. So I would just interview other people who are monetizing their podcast. And so the listener will be able to learn all the different ways someone can monetize a podcast. So those are three different ways, three different options. And I'm going to need your response before I continue making other any other episodes. Yeah. Wow. So. This is on yeah, you, everyone. Is. This is all <laughs> on you. The future of your ear pleasure is on you. So, you guys, whatever you think is a good idea, even if you're not going to listen to it, <laughs> please just email me. Tell me which one you think would be a good idea for me to go down and to do. Cool. That was the big news. I think that was cool. the big news. That was yeah, the big the, news. Yeah, I think that's that's the business big model news. and the podcast. Not a big nose, that big was, news. Yeah. You're looking at my nose, aren't you? No, I'm not. Now I am. Now that you brought it up, I am. <laughs> Alrighty, so that was the big news. Now let's move on to learn what I learned at the podcast movement conference. I meant to say this, All right, but let's hear it. In this podcast at this podcast movement conference, I learned what the number one way someone discovers a new podcast. Oh man. I also learned, I can't tell you yet. Oh, you can't tell me. Why have my downloads hit a plateau? I also learned how to make your podcast more recommendable. And oh, we're going to talk about other ways to grow your audience. And we're going to talk about two different launching techniques. One launching with an audience and one without an audience. And yeah, so oh, that was, wow. we'll just talk about those things t- tonight, Brandon. Okay. All right. Let, yeah, all right. Let's, let's get it. into it. It's, this is going to be quick. It's just these rough notes that I wrote down, but I think there's some good, valuable mm-hmm. information in here. So I agree. And I can't <laughs> even see him. Mr. Webster from the Edison Research Company, he gave a talk and he talked about what is the number one way someone discovers a new podcast. In his slideshow, he went through all these different ways that people usually think their show is discovered. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just going to give it to you right now. The number one way. You ready for this? All right. I'm ready. Recommendations from friends and family. That's the number one way a new podcast is discovered. It's recommended. That's the number one way. Someone recommends your podcast. So that only leads into 
Well, if my downloads have slowed down and they stopped, why is that? It's because people have stopped recommending your podcast. Mm, mm. It hurts. It's truth, but it That's hurts. A shot to it, the heart. Yeah. Man, people stop recommending my podcast. Why? But he said you can make your show more recommendable, which okay. might be answering the question, why? Okay, so. It's answering the why with a yes, how. You got to make it more recommendable. So, so how do you make it more recommendable? One, you need to know who your audience is. You need to know why they are there. You need to know what surprises and delights them in pursuit of them. You need to know what they expect. And then you go ahead and you surprise and delight them. He kept saying surprise and delight. Wow. <laughs> but <laughs> I know. Weird, so but. that was the theme throughout the entire conference. You need to really understand yeah, your audience, your ideal listener. You need to know them inside and out, up and down, top and bottom, right. left and right. You need to know everything about them. Every little thing. What kind of socks are they wearing? Exactly. Do they like watermelon? Exactly. Are they afraid of the dark? Do they listen to your podcast in the dark, to, in the light? Are they driving? Are they running? Do they listen to anyone? Do they even have ears? So these are the main questions. <laughs> <laughs> Do they like Pop-Tarts? <laughs> it's true. It is true. So, and then he goes on to say, you also need to make the show easy to recommend. Are you on Spotify? No. Are you on Apple Podcasts? Are you on YouTube? And guess what, everyone? Facebook is still the largest social media platform out there. So if your podcast is not on Facebook, why is it not there? Get on Facebook. It's still the largest platform out there. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, I believe that. I mean, I think that uh, anytime... I repost your podcast on there. People always tend to find mm-hmm. it on there. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. And guess what? What? Here are the top three places where people listen to podcasts. You have YouTube, okay. you have Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's the top yes, three. Yes, but this oh. is the surprising thing. Two quarters ago, Apple Podcasts was the top, top dog. Last quarter, Spotify okay. beat them out. So it's Spotify, really? Apple Podcasts, and then YouTube on where people go to listen to podcasts. Interesting. And most people think about not putting their podcasts on YouTube. And in fact, it yeah. is one of the, lo- uh, for some reason, a lot of people discover podcasts on YouTube. So if you have a podcast, yeah. make sure you're on those three because yeah. that will make it more easier to recommend. Just like, oh, yeah, just go to YouTube and type in the audio. But I'm not putting my podcast on my <laughs> YouTube channel anymore. I'm trying to keep, keep my YouTube channel just to podcast editing tips, which I need to get uh, to. Yes. Get on. Get on. Get on them, boy. Get on them. Okay. So that was step two was to make it easy to recommend. So right now we're, we're just trying to go okay. over like, well, how do you make your podcast more recommend podcast more recommendable? Now we're going to go into... Yeah, how do you make your podcast more recommended? Step three. Master your craft. We already know. Yeah, this is the hard work part. 
Wow. You need to be that sounds yeah, you like need hard to be work. the best host you can be. You need to know your information inside and out. You need to edit your podcast. Remove all of those verbal hiccups. Get a transcript. Read it. Read it back to yourself. And so you can actually read how you are talking. It will drive to the revealing truth of what you're actually saying. And don't have any wasteful words. Everything you say needs to be precise and it needs to have meaning behind it. It needs to have substance behind it. Hey everyone, this is easier said than done. Like I, I, I'm not, I try to follow these things, but yeah, it's, it's hard. But if you want to be a good, good podcaster or a great podcaster, you got to do this. It's true. You do. Alrighty, and then I also took some other notes on how other ways to grow your audience. So this is a little more eh, common sense, but it's still good to know in case yeah. you haven't really thought about it. Other ways, here we go. Cross promotions. Go on other people's podcasts. Mm. Have people come on your podcast. Other podcasters come on your podcast. Talk about other podcasts. Promote each other on each other's podcasts. Yeah, cool. Buy, buy yeah. some ad space. This is one thing I learned too. Buy ad space in a warm market. Meaning if you buy ads on Mm. Spotify, Podcast Addict, Overcast, Player FM, and other podcast players, you're buying an ad space on a podcast player where it's easier for people to click on that ad to listen to your podcast. Because if you're buying ad space on Facebook or Instagram, it's going to be more difficult to get people off of that platform and onto a podcast platform. Yeah. That's a neat little thing I learned too. That is a neat little thing. Hey, why don't you book some guests with a large social media presence? Get them on your podcast. Ooh, good idea. And have them promote your podcast to their large following. <laughs> 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 and then, of course, other ways. Every time you have a podcast episode, post it on your website. Get a transcription. Have its nice details. And so it'll boost your your show in Google while you optimize your search engine optimization transcripts Mm. awesome right last but not least be consistent and show up regularly do as i say Mm. not as i practice because well i did really we did really well at the beginning of 2021 brandon we recorded a podcast like once a week for multiple months but then i moved to texas and life was crazy i had another midlife crisis crisis breakdown and now i'm here back at it <laughs> yeah Woo. so yeah so just to recap everyone the common theme throughout the conference that i learned was you need to know exactly what your audience wants to hear and to deliver valuable content for them to listen to every time you go to record yeah. you have to think is this what the listener wants to hear right now and make sure you have them in mind throughout the whole recording process All right, Brandon, we're moving into the last section of this podcast. Launching a podcast. Oh, no. Without (laughs) an audience and with an audience. So if you already have an audience, the best way to have a successful podcast is to leverage that audience. You currently have you lucky dog there. Yeah, just (laughs) (laughs) Um, do some market research with your, your audience. Send out, uh, blast some emails, blast some polls, send out an Instagram quiz or a, um, or, or a Twitch statement or a 
Twitter post. You know what I'm talking about. Just get out there and be like, hey, hey guys, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And just talk about your, your podcast idea. And people will give you feedback. Ask them, what do you want me to talk about? And people will tell you. And so when you go to record your podcast and you said, hey, I'm talking about this, people are going to be like, are you kidding me? That's what I wanted you to talk about. I can't wait to go listen to your podcast. <laughs> and then, of course, promote your podcast like a movie premiere. Hype it up. Wow. Hype it up. You got three months till the launch date. Talk about it. Hey, guys, three months until the big launch. Here are some episodes. Two months until the big launch. One hour until the big launch. 30 seconds until the big launch. And then it launches. And then you just start posting and blasting out more emails to your crew and say, here you go. And once again, you lucky dog. You and your audience. You influencers. Man, y'all could have powerful <laughs> podcasts. Okay, cool. But most of us, we yeah. don't have an audience like that. So what do we... If you're an influencer that could have a powerful podcast, make sure you hit up Nick at nccaudio.com. Oh, you know powerful influencers are listening to this right now, right? There's a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of powerful influencers are like, listening to this right now. A lot. So, you know what? Powerful influencer, I know you've been a little nervous to talk to Nick. He's a little intimidating, <laughs> you know? You're a little afraid that, you know, the goofy, kind-hearted, big smile Nick is just... Is just a is just a stage name, you know. You think I know what you're thinking, but really, he is a nice guy, and you should just use your powerful influencerness and send him an email and start a podcast today with Nick. Thank you, I love that, Brandon. Brought to you by Pop Arts again for feeding my family <laughs> each and every day: breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and for snacks in between meals. So, if you're like most of us and you don't have an audience, what's a good way to start and launch a successful podcast that will grow let's find out so the best thing to do is to have a very specific topic idea and demographic in mind so when you go to promote your podcast the ideal targeted listener will jump in and listen right away so it's all about niching down it's all about niching down baby if you want to grow that podcast and to stand out so you, it's hard right. to be a generalist now in the podcasting movement. You have to find your special niche. So that's where the idea of talking, starting a podcast for dads, but dads who are starting their own business. So it's a smaller pool of dads to talk to. And so I could have my ideal list. It would just be a little easier to grow, to grow a, a stronger following. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, it does. Cool. So they gave me some good ideas on how to niche down if you're a little too broad. So instead of a podcast on travel tips, try a podcast on hidden secrets of the Alps. Ooh. Instead of a podcast on famous crimes, have a podcast on crimes that happened in state parks in the United States. Ooh. Instead Crazy. of a podcast on politics in Texas... Try a podcast on politics in Round Rock, Texas. See, we're niching down Oh, here. interesting. That's really Now, instead down. of one podcast for many people, have many podcasts for a small number of people. A good example mm. of this is a sports podcast network. Instead of doing one podcast talking about all the NBA teams, this 
Sports Network, they created a podcast for every single team. So anytime you type in wow. NBA podcast, their network will show up on the Google search. Isn't that crazy, Brandon? Wow. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. How could we implement this in our lives? What's something we do that we like? Hmm. 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 Um, mm. Nick likes to drink beer. Nick could make a, a Round Rock, Texas Beer oh, okay. Life podcast. Oh, so I could do, instead of doing <laughs> one podcast on beer, I could do multiple podcasts on each brewery. Ooh, brewery podcasts. Every time a new brewery opens up, I start a new podcast just to talk about that brewery. Nice. And so each brewery is going to be, I keep saying it weird. I'm sorry, you guys. Each brewery is going to be like, what the heck? They started another podcast. <laughs> we don't even know these people. <laughs> Super fans are out there already. And hey, guys, if you're going to follow that idea, like, please hit me up. I want to be a part of that. Cool. <laughs> so another option is to pick an underserved category. If you Google how many podcasts are there in each category, you'll get a list and numbers. And so let me give you some some good old stats here. I'm just looking here at some some stats. And when was this? Oh, this is the Apple Podcast data from December 29, 2020. All right, so it's kind of up to date. It's about a year, a year out. But basically, I'm just, I'm just letting you know, okay? If you're going to have a, bo- a podcast on arts, there are 23,000 podcasts and arts. If you want to have a podcast on education, there are 51,000 podcasts on education. You see what I'm saying here, Brandon? But I do. If you want a podcast on mathematics, there are only 262 podcasts on mathematics. So just statistically speaking about mathematics, if you have a podcast on math, the odds of you being in the top 10 podcasts of mathematics, yeah, it goes up there tremendously. Very high. But then you're like, who would want to do that? Maybe you just want to start a podcast for fun that just wants to be sponsored and you just want a number one podcast in each category. Hey, maybe that could be you. (laughs) Maybe you want to start a podcast in each category and that's multiple podcasts serving many people. So it would be hard, but you could do it. I believe in you. You could definitely do it. you know how many yeah. podcasts are in volleyball? How many? 130. All right, Nick, you and I need to start a volleyball podcast immediately. Let's do that. It's going to be the top volleyball <laughs> podcast. And we can just talk about volleyball politics. It's going to be so, so full of drama. <laughs> okay, so... It'll be the most dramatic podcast. I know, it's going to be awesome. So those are two different ways. Narrow the focus, pick an underserved category, and three, grab their attention. It's all about differentiation. Okay, cool. That was, I didn't write any more notes on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It kind of makes sense, right, Brandon? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Wow. What? Yeah. It's a good strategy. It's a real good strategy, yeah, I actually. I think that's cool. Well, those are some... That's anything in the art world is, you know, you can always make something and you can, there's always a lot of detail. It's just the world that we live in. The world that we live in, our God creator has literally put so many details into each and every single thing in life that you could do so much. You could talk about so many little things on every little thing. 
in the whole entire world. Yeah. So, wow. Look I at know. that. That's where I kind of got it like... It even works for podcasts. I don't know. It just kind of tripped me out about life. I was like, well, if I want to stay at Audio Engineer, there's literally multiple routes of becoming an audio engineer. And if I pick one route, there's like endless amount of information I can learn. You know, so then I was super scared to go anywhere yeah. else to change my path because I was like, how am I supposed to learn anything else? There's just so much to learn about every single thing. Oh, Brandon. But you know what? Just don't get bogged down in the details. <laughs> I just thought about that right now. Yeah. Don't get bogged just down in the details. Just know that details are there for you, waiting for you to learn if you want to learn them. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Well, Brandon, this has been an, an extended version of the NCC Audio Podcast. I wanted this to be around 20 to 25 minutes, but here we are approaching the hour mark. All right. So, everyone, I hope this podcast was helpful for you. I hope it was entertaining. I am so happy Brandon is back with us today. And, of course, if you have any questions at all about podcasts, podcast production, or if you just want to hang out, chit-chat, hit me up. You can do so by going to my Facebook page or going to my Instagram page. Or just going to my website and finding a way to contact me. Just go to nccaudio.com. And, of course, don't forget right. to tell me which podcast idea you like the best. And if I don't hear from you all, I want to thank you all so much for listening to the NCC Audio Podcast. And for being wonderful listeners. May God bless you all. Amen. Thank you so much, Brandon, for being here with me today. Thanks, Nick. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to come visit you in San Diego. No problem, Nick. I'm here for you. Oh. Yeah. Coming. I forgot about that. Alrighty, thank you yes. so much, Brandon. All right, everyone. Peace out. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. See you.